Welcome to She Decided to Run Her Way, a podcast created for the aspiring female runner or one in the making who is ready to let go of the pressure to perform, quit chasing someone else's pace, and start embracing her own. My name is Pamela Otero, a certified running coach and personal trainer, and each week I'll be sharing practical running strategies and mindset shifts to help you do just that. So, if you're ready to run your way, then grab your running shoes, lace up, and listen in. Hey friend, welcome back. Thanks so much for hanging out with me again this week. If you're joining me for the first time today, welcome, and thanks for checking out the podcast. Today, I wanted to circle back to something I mentioned back in episode 62, which was all about running slower provides six benefits that faster running won't. In that episode, I talked a lot about the amazing benefits of slower running, building your base mileage and ensuring your training schedule has a solid base building phase built into it. And in that episode, I briefly mentioned that there are benefits to running faster. And although I had promised to discuss those benefits the week following that episode, episode 62, other ideas I thought would be of greater value to you came up and I didn't get around to sharing the benefits of faster running with you. So today, that's what I wanted to do. But I do want to say or start this conversation out by saying that in my 15 years of coaching, most of the runners I've coached or come across think that running faster is the end all be all with running and they spend way too much time striving for this, usually because they're falsely led by the running masses to think that that should be the ultimate goal. And it's honestly one of the top fears and reasons that I see many women struggle with their running, why many of them don't start running, or they don't believe they can be a runner because they're not fast. And nowhere in the running Bible does it say to be a runner, you have to be fast. First, A running Bible doesn't even exist. And second, it's just not true. So if you're one of those women who has been led astray, led to believe this, or is being pulled to do what everyone else is doing, striving to run faster, and you're just not enjoying it, then I really think you're going to enjoy today's episode and find it to be eye-opening. And my hope is that this episode will be a game changer for you with your running because in my coaching opinion, running faster for most people really should be at the bottom of their list of running priorities. Now tell me, did you just breathe a sigh of relief when I said that? It's okay, you can totally put running faster at the bottom of your priority list if you want. You don't even even you don't even need to have it on your list at all if you don't want. But today I am going to be talking with you about four things or areas as it relates to running faster, four things that I really want you to think about. And these are the four things. One, who should be focusing on it? Number 2, what phase of training should running faster take place in? 
Number three, what are the benefits of faster running? And number four, what are the risks involved with faster running? And then afterwards, after I go through those four things or cover those four areas, you'll get to decide what you think is best for you and what you think will feel good to you. Does that sound like a plan? You deciding for yourself what your running should look like and what it should feel like? Well, I hope so. All right, let's jump into number one. Who should be focusing on running faster? Now, if you are someone who has a goal pace that you're trying to hit or you have a goal finish time that you're trying to hit, regardless if you're signed up for a race or not, because some people choose to not sign up for races and they still want to achieve a certain goal pace or they want to get faster. If that's you, in order to run faster, you have to practice running faster. So if this is what you're trying to achieve, then yes, you should be working on running faster. Now in a bit, I'll explain when you should be doing this and what phase of training, but stick with me here for a bit. Now, if you're someone who enjoys speed work at a track, you enjoy doing lactate threshold runs or running at higher intensities, and you've mastered good running form and running mechanics, if that's you, then incorporating faster running makes sense. But I hope you heard me emphasize the word and, because not only do I want you to be somebody that enjoys speed work and doing those type of workouts, but I also want to make sure that you have mastered good running form and running mechanics first. All right. So if that's you, then incorporating faster running makes sense. Now, it also makes sense if you are someone who struggles to work outside your comfort zone. Let's just say your comfort zone is an easy peasy pace. If you're someone that plays it safe most of the time, but you really want to intentionally push yourself to work outside your comfort pace. If that's you, then faster running makes complete sense. Because there are a lot of runners who really struggle to move outside their comfort zone or their comfort pace, and they really want to gradually get faster. Okay, so if that's you, then it also makes complete sense to focus on faster running. So let me ask you, do any of these scenarios or these descriptions that I just shared with you match up with what you're wanting to do with your running And whether or not you want to do that and enjoy doing that. If so, then please hear me out as I explain number two, which is really explaining what phase of training running faster should take place in. Now, if you're not quite sure what I mean about phase of training, I talked about it in episode 36, how to choose what running distance is right for you. I'll link to that episode in the show notes below. Actually, I'll link to both of the episodes, um, the one I mentioned earlier and then this one. But in that episode, I talked a little bit about periodization. And all that is, is just a fancy word for planning and mapping out your overall training schedule into phases or cycles. I like to use the word phases, where each of them have specific goals and benefits that lead you to your desired distance. 
Now, in general, I use a five-phase or five-mesocycle approach to periodizing or mapping out a training schedule. Some running coaches break a training schedule into three phases or cycles. I like to be more detailed and break it down into five, which are one is the base building phase, the threshold phase, the sharpening phase, the taper phase, which is the fourth phase. And then you usually have your goal distance or your goal race that takes place on one day. And then you have your fifth phase, which is your recovery phase. Those are the five phases or five mesocycles that I like to use when I am putting together a training schedule. So when it comes to faster running and what phase of training it takes place in, it's at the end of your threshold phase and during the sharpening phase. Now, again, as I mentioned just a moment ago, faster running isn't necessarily appropriate for all runners, right? You maybe have decided based off of those things that I mentioned, um, as far as who should be focusing on faster running, none of those apply to you. So again, faster running isn't always applicable to all runners. Now, if you have a goal pace or a goal finish time that you're trying to hit, if you enjoy that speed work or high intensity running, or you want to intentionally push yourself to work outside your comfort pace, then your training schedule would have specific types of faster running built into those phases of training in your training schedule, the end of the threshold phase and all of the, all of the sharpening phase, okay? So in my opinion, if you've already identified that faster running is not your focus, you may not have necessarily, um, you may not necessarily need to even have a sharpening phase of training in your training schedule. Or during your threshold phase, which I think all training schedules should absolutely have that, at the end of that threshold phase, if faster running isn't your focus, you may not have any specific runs built into that end of the uh, threshold phase um, that has you working on speed, okay? So number three, the third thing I wanted to talk with you about as it relates to faster running is the benefits of doing it. What are the benefits of faster running? Now, when you practice faster running and perform different types of faster running workouts, you'll be better prepared for that upcoming goal distance or that goal race and hitting those specific times that you said you wanted to hit. There are certain workouts and there are certain ways that you want to prepare so that when your goal distance comes or your goal race comes, that you are prepared to actually really hit those times. And these workouts and runs are really intended to produce um, what's called a stress response on the body. And this stress response needs to be practiced or mimicked so you are well prepared for your goal distance or your goal race and hitting those times. And then being able, you know, the other way, you know, the stress response on the body, it comes in a couple different ways, but being able to stress what's called your anaerobic energy system and really flood the blood in your body um, with lactate, which is a byproduct of cellular metabolism. We don't need to get all sciencey here, but it is a byproduct that accumulates and that moves through your blood when you are working at a higher intensity, 
when you're working through that anaerobic energy system without um, the, you know, the use of oxygen, um, you really build up this blood lactate in your body and you really need to get your body to acclimate and become more efficient at managing it and ridding it from your body while you're running. So being able to stress that anaerobic energy system and um, get your body used to operating with that blood lactate in your body and then getting it out of your body is really helpful. Because normally when you're working on running faster, you are operating in that anaerobic energy system. The other thing you're working on stressing, the other benefit um, to running faster and that you're working on um, and you're stressing is your muscular skeletal system. So your bones, your ligaments, your tendons and your muscles. And you're stressing that system. You're stressing those parts of your body very specifically with certain types of runs. And this is why it's called the sharpening phase, because you're sharpening your ability and your body's ability, hence the term sharpening phase, to be better able to support you when you are trying to accomplish that goal pace or that goal finish time that you set out um, to achieve. And when that day comes, when your goal distance day comes or your goal race day comes. So again, I ask you, you know, to think about does what I just shared with you, does this align with what you're wanting to do with your, run, with your running and what you enjoy doing? And I really want you to think about this because oftentimes, like I said, runners are going with the flow and doing what everyone else is doing when it really doesn't feel good, when it isn't enjoyable. And I don't say this to discourage you from running faster, but I say this and I really want, wanted to bring this episode to you because I feel so many women, you might be one of them, you aren't really enjoying your runs. You don't feel good. You're struggling. You're struggling more than I really want you to, than I really feel that you should because you're focused on running faster. So think on that for just a moment. Um, and I'm going to move into number four of the things I'd like you to think about, the fourth and final thing I'd like you to think about with faster running. And that has to do with the risks because there are some risks to faster running. There is an increased risk of injury with faster running because you're working at higher intensities and oftentimes running form is often forgotten. And because of the increased demand on the body and the increased impact on the body, it is more likely to get injured. And this is why if faster running is your focus, you really want to build in and make sure your training schedule supports rest and recovery after those types of runs, okay? And it's also why you want to be sure to keep proper running form at the forefront of your mind when you're also focusing on running faster because a lot of times it's kind of pushed to the back of your brain, back of your mind because you're focusing on speed and you let go of your form and then you get injured, okay? Now, I will say that even though the physical risk of injury goes up when you're focused on running faster and you're doing speed work, the biggest risk I see more than possibly pulling a muscle is the fact that many runners 
lose their excitement and enjoyment with their running. In my experience, eight out of 10 women I've coached that said they wanted to get faster and then followed a training schedule that had those types of runs and workouts built in started to dread their runs, often ended up skipping those faster running workouts and really lost their motivation to get up and out the door. And that right there is honestly one of the main reasons I don't think faster running is for most people, which is why I felt it necessary to share this episode with you today. Because my goal and my intention with this podcast and with my coaching is to help you and as many women as possible experience running in a way that brings stress relief, it brings them enjoyment, it brings confidence. And when there's so much energy put into fast running and being fast, I feel all of that is lost. So although there are a few benefits to running faster, you know, I'm just curious after spending some time with me, you know, hearing me share all of this with you, ask yourself, is it really worth it? And you might be thinking right now, it is. And if so, I want to support you 100% in achieving that. So please don't get me wrong or think I'm trying to discourage you from focusing on getting faster. I'm not. I just want you to really ask yourself why. Why you're wanting to do that and what you're hoping to achieve. Because I am all about being strategic with our planning, being very intentional with our training, and I help women do that. And I find that so many women are out there doing things that really don't align with what they say they really want and what they actually really need. So as I wrap up today, I want you to think about a few things. Is running faster your focus? And if so, should it be? And if it's not, that doesn't mean it can't be down the line. But it but does it really need to be right now? So just because it's not your focus right now doesn't mean it can't be your focus at another time. But maybe right now isn't the time for it to be your focus. The other thing I want you to think about and ask yourself is if faster running is going to be your focus, ask yourself, do the risks outweigh the rewards? All right. And then finally, I'd encourage you to ask yourself, if your training schedule is set up properly to support that type of running, that faster running, and is it set up to have the recovery you need so that you can keep running? Think about those questions. All right. I hope that you found this episode today valuable. Um, I hope it gave you a lot to think about. Um, I hope that you will really think about what you need and what you want and not necessarily going with the flow all the time and just doing what everybody else is doing because you think that's what you're supposed to do. Really think about what you need and what you want. So on that note, my friend, go grab your running shoes, lace up, 
and go enjoy the beautiful outdoors.